Welcome to the Backbox Pinball Podcast, a podcast for lady pinballers and their friends. In each episode, we will sit down with a guest and talk about news and events related to the sport and hobby of pinball. Here are your hosts, Lauren Gray and Rebecca Salem. Hey, everyone. Welcome to the Backbox Pinball Podcast. Rebecca, girl, what's going on? Oh, my gosh. I'm here. I'm awake. Uh, We are getting ready for Expo. We are buying last-minute Halloween costumes. Um, So are you going to do the flipper thing? uh, Well... That is going to take a little bit more effort, uh, and so we are going a different direction, and it's going to, because also, like, it's a fun idea, but how much are we going to get use out of those costumes when we can do a different costume where we can get more use out of the parts? This is fair. So we are going, we are going a different direction, and I can't wait to get to show people. It's going to be fantastic. Oh, I'm so excited. And so, are you driving or are you flying? We are driving. That's what I thought. Uh, That's what I thought. We are, so we are actually going to be bringing two P3 machines with us, um, as well as Farfalla. That is, I feel like every time I mention Farfalla, I'm like, it's going to go live with Anna Neal. Um, so, uh, so we are bringing up Farfalla to sell to Anna, since that is her Holy Grail pin. And then, uh, we are bringing two P3 machines, so that way, uh, people can play them at Expo. I love that. I love that so much. And my girl, Anna, like, you need to take lots of pictures. It's like, I'm just so excited about that. So, but I'm excited also about our guests. Like, her and I have chatted. We've been friends. We've been circling around each other. Um, so this is the first time we've gotten to, like, chat, like, chat, chat. So I am excited that she's here. Um, Rebecca, I know that um, you know of our guests as well. Um, she's amazing. And I just, I she like, I told her she is like on her way to becoming a pinball influencer because this weekend put her on the map like big time, like big, big time. So please help me welcome the founder, coordinator, and TD extraordinaire of Ladies Flip Wisconsin and the voice of the Super Series at District 82 this past weekend from Sheboygan, Wisconsin, Rachel Lilge. Yay! Yay! Oh my goodness. Hello, friends. That was quite an intro. Thank you. You're welcome, Rachel. Thank you so much for being here. Um, a lot of people got to meet all like the magic that was Rachel this weekend. But for the, like, the two people in pinball that did not see the Super Series, tell us a little bit about yourself. Tell us about your pinball journey, where you started at and where you're at today. Sure. Uh, I don't even know where to begin, I guess. Uh, at the very beginning. Um, I back in 2019, I was visiting a cousin of mine that lives in Columbus, Ohio. Her name is Amy Kesting. She is also a competitive pinball player. And she has a couple of games at her uh, at her record shop and at her home. And I played a couple of them. It was just really fun and enjoyable. And when I went back, came back from visiting there, back to Wisconsin, she did mention that there was a place that had opened up near me. And I kind of got the bug when I was there. I just had a fun time playing the games. And I looked around on location uh, around my area here in Sheboygan County, and there really wasn't anything. I found an Iron Maiden Pro, which was great. That's a great, uh, fantastic game. And then I ended up uh, looking up District 82, and I went up there in September of 2019, and it was all over. I walked into that place and that beautiful pin palace and I lost my mind looking at all of the cool back boxes and play field, play fields on the wall. And the people were so kind and nice. And I met Eric Thorne the first day. He was just so generous and welcoming that I just leapt in or I just leapt in, you know, both feet. 
full plunge, <laughs> you know, uh, from there, I, uh, so I've been playing competitive since then. Um, and, and then of course COVID happened, pandemic began about six months, six months into my, uh, pinball playing up there. I was able to, uh, rent a couple of games from district 82 during that period of time. Uh, we were able to pick back up and play a little bit later in time. I was able to, I got invited to stream something for the first time. I never really knew what Twitch was or <clears throat> that people have streamed pinball or anything like that until the summer of, I don't say it was like July or August of 2020, where I think they're getting antsy to just to put on something, Tom Graff of Foxy's Pinball and uh, Eric Thorne. And I think people are looking for something to watch on Twitch. So they had th four really fantastic players get together and do a pin golf series. They invited Ian Drew of the Poor Man's Pinball Podcast that live in, that are down in Milwaukee, a couple hours from De Pere, which is near Green Bay, Wisconsin, where District 82 is located. And they came up and then they also invited me to come up and do the stream. It was all mask and social distance and so forth. And I learned so much from that event and I had so much fun on stream doing that. I just, I just really enjoyed it. it was, I learned an incredible amount of information in that one day. It was like the best day of that summer inside. <laughs> I'm really, resets. I'm really a person that resets um, from nature. So, but it, that was a really cool day. And from there, just kind of fast, fast forwards, forwarded um, a couple of months. And Ian, Ian and Drew of the Poor Man's Pimmel podcast invited me to join into their tribe, which is just a collective of collective of cool pinheads that uh, are collectors or competitive players or streamers or podcasters or commentators or other people involved in or designers, uh, people involved in so many different ways in pinball. And so um, they liked my vibe and I liked what they were doing with their show, especially when they moved it to the Twitch format. Um, so I joined that. And from there, that kind of opened up a whole nother world of meeting new people Um as there are over 40 people within the tribe in that community, another guy, his name is Tim Lee, he approached me and said, hey, if you want to do a podcast about the tribe members, I'm like, sure, so let's do that. Uh, <laughs> I don't know who I am. I just keep all these cool opportunities just keep presenting themselves to me, and I'm like, sure, why don't we give it a whirl and, and try it on and see how it fits. I really do like the podcasting thing with him. That's called Tribe Multiball with Tim and Rachel. Um Let's see. So that I think that's about it. I don't know. No, I love it. Like you're doing all the things. Oh, and then of course, and and the biggest thing. Okay, so in between there too, we should talk about Lady Flip Wisconsin. Uh, I when I first started playing, I obviously noticed that there are not a lot of ladies that play pinball, and in District 82 League, there might be ten of us that um, might be there out of. 60 players, maybe 65 players. And looking around in my area, I couldn't find anything that was women's based. Now there was a bells and chimes chapter at Madison, which is, I think about two ish hours from me. And that's too long of a distance on a work night for me to go, to go down there and back up. So I just decided, well, why can't I just make my own thing? Um, I, I chose not to do a bells and chimes chapter because where I'm located, there really wasn't pinball at all at the time. I had to travel one hour north to Green Bay or one hour south to Milwaukee, <clears throat> all along the beautiful lakefront of uh, Lake Michigan. So I just decided, well, 
I'm just going to make my own tournament series. And I talked to Jim Radovich, who runs Milwaukee. He He's the guy that... Um, Jim Radovich is the... <laughs> I don't know how to put that. Jim Radovich owns an amazing collection down in Milwaukee, and he runs Milwaukee Flippers. I walked up to him and asked him if... I could run a tournament, women's tournament pinball series at his home. And he said, sure, when? Nice. So it was an amazing response. So I did that. And um, I have, since then, I have run four women's pinball tournament series that has traveled to different locations. One of them was at District 82. I feel so incredibly blessed to have these friends of mine that have amazing collections to open their homes to women, to encourage more women to come into pinball. That's the number one rule. Number one thing that Ladies of Wisconsin is trying to accomplish is to get more women into pinball. And the second thing, yeah, yay. And the second thing there is to provide women's whoppers because that's something that's lacking in my area of the state. So I just think that it's great to have for women, not only to have a safe space to play, but another option in order to do things on their own. I, I love it all. So I think that's everything. I love it. We, we got up to everything. There's, you know, it's like, it's not like you don't have a ton going on, you know, podcasting, running like, you know, tournaments, you know, promoting lady pinball. Yeah. No, Rachel, you, you just not doing anything at all. Just nothing, nothing. Sounds just like a really chill, super relaxed, totally not busy existence. (laughs) Like no events, like lots of TV series. Oh yeah. And the tournament directing, you know, I want to shout out to Cassie Milanowski because she also co-directed the last three with me or the last two with me. And it's very helpful to have one. I'm, you know, I'm a, I call myself Ricky Rachel. I am still a new player. I don't know all the rules to every single game. And uh, it's always helpful um, to have somebody that knows a little bit better than I do. The tournament directing thing is hard because I want to make the right call for the player because I play as well. So I'm terrified I'm going to make the wrong call, but so far so good, I guess. I haven't had any complaints or everyone keeps coming back to play. It's crazy. I love it. I love it so much. So we're going to get more into what happened over the weekend with the District 82 Super Series after we come out of our news segment. But uh, Rachel, we're just excited for you to be here. And you got a lot going on. I love it. I love it. I love it. Oh, gosh. (laughs) All right. So news, Rebecca. Girl, like, okay. So we record like my like serious fangirl episode with Scott Denisi where I like mm-hmm. embarrassed myself royally, but it was totally fun. You did not. That was so much fun. Oh my God. We had the Everybody best had fun. Every, we had total fun, but I was just like, oh my God. I was like, I was operating at a nine and I was totally like, I was like, oh God, no, I need like be like at a five, maybe six, but had the bestest time listeners. If you haven't checked it out, that was a really fun episode to record. It's a two-parter, um, but we had so much fun, but all this news happened like the day after we recorded. I was like, mm-hmm. come on. I was like, dang it. Uh, but you know what? We're going to talk about it. It's going to be a little Stern flavored this week, listeners. So first big thing, Stern has a new president. Um, Gary Stern still going to maintain his CEO status. But Rebecca, isn't it interesting, though, that they got the new new dude, Seth Davis, new president, was at Disney um, doing all of the subscription streaming stuff. And, you know, 
we just had the Stern Insider thing drop. I'm not saying it's a conspiracy. I'm not saying that at all. But Illuminati, no, 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 no. I don't know. I <laughs> it's the internet speculation of of pay-to-play subscription services. Uh, like the speculation has run wild on the internet. I'm interested to see what it happens because I'm not. I'm not opposed to like pay for additional code but not on a subscription basis if that makes sense no. like if you want to buy more mm-hmm. code and so I'm interested to see it I'm interested to see what it does and then Lauren you can cut me out if this uh if this sounds uh I don't know you can cut this if you want to but also hey look another white dude That's fair. You can cut that out. It's totally fine. Um, (laughs) Anyway, that was my reaction. Um, Yeah. I'm like, but you know, what are you going to do? Eh, what are you going to do? So, I mean, I don't work as a president or a CEO of a company. Um, But, you know, and I'm sure it's, it's, yeah. Anyway. um, But, but but, I agree with you, though. Like, I, I get salty, like, I feel like everything's become subscription based. Like I, yeah. Um, I so I use auto. They call it a, a DAW, a digital audio workstation. That's what I use yes. to edit the podcast. Right. Like most of them are subscription based. It makes me very salty. I was like, I just want to buy some software. I just want to pay whatever it is and buy some software and call it a day. And that's how I ended up with the one I'm using now because they were like, oh, you can just buy it from us for X amount of dollars. I'm like, thank you. Thank you very much, Logic Pro X. Um, but it's like, dang it! But uh, sponsored by Logic Pro X, yeah, yeah, get this and show. Woolite, yeah, Woolite, Logic Pro X have bought you this show. Thank you, y'all. And, and you know, Woolite, you know, Woolite keeps all the things clean. So yeah, but, but I'm I'm happy. I'm happy for Gary Stern. I hope that he gets to take a step back and kind of enjoy some more of his time. Exactly. You know, like I'm happy for him. I, you know, look forward to see whatever this new guy does. Um, so, but as someone who doesn't work in corporate America, I'm like, cool. I don't know what that job is. It sounds like businessman. And I, so that's, and that's my, the extent of my corporate knowledge B- right business there. Business boss. I, I have a business guy. I have a business background. But it's like, I'm just interested. I think this is a moment where Gary Stern's definitely going to be involved as the CEO. He's going to have like a lot of input on the, you know, creative, you know, trajectory of Stern. But I think the day to day operations, like a president, he like this uh, Seth Davis character, he is going to be taking over that day to day kind of stuff. And I think that'll be good because I think Gary Stern's like in his 70s. So he didn't, didn't well, take a vacation. What was it? I can't remember where I was listening it to. I think it was watching the Jurassic Park reveal stream. And I think, no, maybe I don't remember where I was watching it. But at some, I can't remember at some point. I think it was the Jurassic Park reveal stream. And um, he, which is the other news. But, um, and I think he said that they would cart him out in a stern pinball box with his boots still on. I believe is the is yeah, the quote that I'm trying to remember. That I did hear, it's and something so, of that quote, like you know, he's going to be coming out of, in a stern pinball box. Um, yes, like, as, that's what it is. But I, I, but I think that you know, having uh, Seth come in and like you know, run day to day, and and you know, have uh, maybe more vision and like some different things, and you know, pinball is a very closed community. It's very you know, like we this is how we do things. So it's interesting to ha- bring somebody in who comes from like the entertainment world. And I'm mm-hmm. just, I'm interested to see what they do. So I, you know, congratulations to Mr. Stern. Congratulations to Seth Davis and congratulations Stern. That's a big turn. Also, same week that you just mentioned, 
Yup. Oh my gosh. So excited. It literally happened right after we recorded. I was like, what? Yes, it did. So I am incredibly excited. Big friend of the show and a, a personal friend of mine, Monsieur Jack Danger. I love like like when he was in France, like they always like said Monsieur Danger. And I was like, Monsieur. Oh, it sounds so fancy when you say French. like I know. Like I I was listening to a French pinball podcast. I didn't understand anything that was going on, but it was like totally fascinating. Um, side note: Jack Danger, Mister Deadflip himself, designed the brand new home edition. Jurassic Park machine that came out from Stern last week because they released the pin. I did see that, but I found out a day later that Jack had designed it. It looks amazing. Like I feel that the home edition pins, like I think there's this like kind of, you know, like home edition. And sometimes like it's like, eh. but this looks really cool. One, two, it makes pinball more accessible, like from a price point, you know, because even I'm like, I want to buy a new machine. I'm like, there's like eight grand, nine grand, 10 grand. I'm like, oh. You know, I mean, I do all right, but like, I don't do like, I'm going to blow 10 grand every month on a new machine. All right. Like that's, that is not, that is not my life, y'all. Not my life. But have you okay. had a chance to, to take a look at it, Rebecca? So I have, I watched the reveal stream and spoilers, guess who's getting one? No. Because we, yeah, I, I say yeah, but nope. So uh, Jordan is, well, so we have a complicated relationship with the uh, OG Elwyn Jurassic Park, which is, it was really hard. And we were little baby new pinball players when we got our first new inbox, Elwyn Jurassic Park. And it annihilated us emotionally, uh, hands-wise. It just, it was rough. We did not have the skills for that table. I mean, we've developed the skills, like, more skills since, but it was, you know, people, yeah, it's, it was fine. I still really like Jurassic Park. I like to play it on location. Um, but when we saw the layout for the home pen, it was something where, it was really intriguing. And then thankfully, like they, but even before the reveal stream, whenever they like did like the little like short video blip of it, it looked really fun to actually flip. Um, and it has more stuff like, and I've played actually, like I played the, um, did you play the Star so Wars played, home pin? I did play the Star Wars home pin, but what I think was frustrating is, is that I played it at, I think it was Houston Expo, and it was always broken. Like, even once they fixed it, it would immediately break. And so I've always been very hesitant of the home pins. And I've played heavy metal. Like, I drove up and I played heavy metal in uh, at the uh, Cidercade up in Plano. And I wasn't blown away by it, but it was also, I think it was also, like, literally the same layout as Star Wars, yeah. but just rethemed. And so I've never been, like, super gung-ho on the idea of just, like, same layout, different theme, same layout, different theme, same layout, different theme. And then when I heard Jurassic Park home pin, I was like, eh, same layout, different theme. And then I looked and I'm like, oh, this is, this is different. Like, this is different. This has a lot of stuff in it for a home pin. The rules are simple enough. Like, they're simpler rules. It looks really fun to shoot. The layout looks really entertaining. Like, I, I was like, I think Jordan was like, what do you think? And I said, it's cute. Um... <laughs> <laughs> I think my response is cute. It's cute. Um, so uh, I think that if – I think it's the best home pin that Stern's out, put out yeah, by far. by far. Um, okay. By far it's the best home pin. I think that um, it's going to be really interesting because it's – we're jumping into getting into something where 
I don't know what the home pin resale value is like. Um, like I just don't know. And so, but, you know, we also jumped into P3 and we don't know what that resale, you know. And I mean, we've jumped into just about everything in the past two years. And so, um, like, like Rachel says, just why not try it? Um, and so, you know, it looked really, it looks, it looks really fun and I'm excited, you know, to, we were, so we theorized, so there was a theory, there was a running theory that Jack was doing a homebrew, or not a homebrew, but well, like he, he was designing he a was pin for a manufacturer. About, like, but I was kind of like, is he doing it for a manufacturer or is he just going to push it out? But, you know, after I saw I was like, oh, this makes sense now. Rachel, have you? We didn't know if it was going to be American or Stern. Yeah. We couldn't, we didn't know. I was like, because American was dropping hints like, we're hiring new people and you're going to know who they are. And we were like, did is Jack making a table for American? And so like the Jurassic Park pin dropped and Jack was like, this is it. And I'm like, that's what it is. So there were many theories. I love it. Like, I feel like this is also going to be a conspiracy theory podcast, just so y'all know. Um, Conspiracies. (laughs) Conspiracies. Conspiracies. The Illuminati. The Illuminati. That's it's, what I always say. Like, it's, it's a conspiracy. It's the Illuminati. You, Bermuda Triangle. The reptilians are coming. It's the reptilians. <laughs> I've been listening to a cult's podcast to fall asleep at night. It's probably not healthy. But um, I swear to God, Oliver, if you... No, 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 no. Oh, you little asshole. Excuse me. Sorry, Lauren. Um, yeah, da, 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 da. Your cats are, like, down for you. They're down for you. What, Especially Oliver. You know, Oliver's being hateful Oliver's, today, listeners. Oliver is being Oliver. hateful. Oliver's being bad. Well, he's like, look at this cool house plant. I want to eat it. And I'm like, let's not. And so, um, but, you know, he just likes to he just likes to eat things. It's fine. But, Rachel, what do you think about this new home pin situation? To be honest, I was a little preoccupied over the weekend, so I didn't get an opportunity to really see much about the home pin, other than I did... I did watch the reveal video and it looked pretty awesome. I was looking for that outlane spinner. I don't think there's right? one out here because doesn't, didn't Jack chit chat and joke about that for a while that, you know, there needs to be a pinball machine with that outlane spinner, which I think is a brilliant idea to be honest. <laughs> I really do. Uh, and you do, you know, like that spinner and it could be so juicy and it'd be fun. Uh, but it looks really like awesome, spinners. and I think that's fantastic that um, something that he dreamed of, that Stern's like, this is ripping, let's do it. So congratulations, Jack. No, it's super exciting. I'm, ex- I'm excited for him. He's such a great guy, um, and I, it looks awesome. I'm excited about it. Part of me wants to buy the home pin, because y'all know how much I love Jurassic Park. Like, I love it. Like, Jurassic Park is my jam um, for many, many reasons. Um, and the price point, the price point yeah. for new players is fantastic, especially if it's a game that doesn't feel as as overwhelming as like Jurassic Jurassic Park, you know, pro premium or whatever, you know, would be. So or the Elwin Jurassic Park, I guess we should refer that to. But um, yeah, it's that that's what a great way for people to get into pinball. They're looking around, you know, with the pinball prices that they are they are right now looking for uh, a used game can be absolutely, you know, obscene in some in some ways, right? I so. swear, you know, I think that the used pinball market is just about as intense as the used car market right now. Mm. Yep. It is Maybe. madness. So. But I'm excited. At this point, if I can buy a pinball machine that'll drive me to work, I'll be thrilled. <laughs> you'll be That'd be great. You're flipping, yeah. you're flipping yourself, you know, yeah. down the road. It'd be great. I'm, I'm all about that. 
I, I, that's, I love it. So congratulations again, Jack. Congratulations again, Stern. Um, lots of things coming up Stern last week. But the big thing we want to talk about is what went on this weekend. And Rachel was like full blown in it. She was in the eye of the hurricane. I freaking love it. The District 82 Super Series, which I was calling the Whopper Grab. Um, it's the first big tournament event that has happened post COVID. Like, like, like what I consider big, like this could, I feel become a stern pro circuit event. Like, I feel like it has enough like oomph and like the way people were talking about it. Uh, Rachel, for people who may not have caught the news or had seen the event, um, describe to us like what the super series was all about and, and kind of your role in it. Sure. I would love to. The pinball super series that was held at district 82 last weekend was six tournaments in four days. It began on Thursday evening and completed Sunday afternoon, maybe four o'clock in the afternoon, something like that. It was insane. It was insane. Uh, no one slept more than probably five or six hours that were that the people, the folks that were playing in it. Uh, there was one tournament that went until two in the morning. Uh, Eric Thorne, that is his collection of games. He owns those games. He services those games. During the tournament, I want to give him a huge shout out because uh, that place is amazing. It's amazing. If you have the opportunity to come to District 82, please do so. Uh, and give him a like on Facebook. He, he wanted to make sure that I mentioned that. Um, <laughs> Eric is also the most kind and generous and fun human being, just a great human being that everybody should have the opportunity to meet as well. The My part of that was Tom Graff of Fox News Pinball decided he was going to stream the series. And when he first started talking about that, I thought about that. Well, a couple of things there. The Pinball Super Series, because that is a very long event. Again, six tournaments in four days. Uh, and there are uh, d- several different styles here. It was an eight-round strikeout, a 13-round classics, a target match play to get 30 points, a 13-round match play, which was classic and modern, modern, a four-strike knockout, and a double-up two-bank um, uh, match play. So it was insane. That's a lot of pinball. Wow. It was a lot of pinball. And I thought I'm feeling like custom orthotics right now. Yeah. Man. <laughs> yeah, you better have brought like six pairs of shoes to change in and out of because it is concrete with like, you know, a little bit of carpeting there. But uh, so when Eric announced that, I thought there is no way in heck I'm going to be able to get through all of that. There's just no way. And I and then I just kind of let it go and I forgot about it. And I went back and I looked at uh, the playing list and I thought I saw that it was full about two days after he opened it up, it was full with a waiting list. So I put myself in the waiting list and I thought, I don't know if I really want to do all of that. You know, we'll just kind of see how things shake out. So I contacted Tom and said, Hey Tom, you know, with the super series, do you want help streaming? You know, maybe I'll just do that because I really enjoy it. I've had the opportunity uh, at district 82 when Tom has done other events up there and streamed other events to jump on stream, to chat with people and I learned so much. That's number one thing about streaming uh, there is that I've learned things about the same games that I play all the time there when I play League there. So I thought this is going to be incredibly beneficial for me if I decided to do that. So I skipped the Whoppers. 
<laughs> I have myself a milkshake. No, uh, I have myself a lot of water and honey and tea and a lot of gum and products. And I sat in the booth and I announced pinball for 35 hours or so on stream <gasps> in four days. I can't believe I got through that. So my voice is still a little hoarse today, a couple days later, but uh, it was unreal. I met the best part of all of it, again, was the education that I received from doing that. But I call myself Rookie Rachel. I did that on stream too, because I don't know everything about pinball. I don't know all the rules. So, and I don't know all the people. That's even better. So when people sit down the stream, then I find out like, oh, this guy, you know, Greg Pavarelli won the last New York state champ, you know, championship there. I had no idea, but I spent like a whole day chit-chatting with him that, until I found that out. Um, but it takes a lot of people in order to make that stream work. There was a lot of other people that jumped on stream with me, but I was mostly, you know, there. Um, and also to help Tom uh, rearrange his the fancy streaming software and play with his stream deck and not hit the live button. I did do that accidentally once. My Coke can hit it by accident and I cut the stream, but it was, it was insane. Um, for all the information that I learned and I put into my head, I felt like my head exploded, um, with the amount of people that were so kind and gracious about saying nice things about my announcing and so forth. It was just really unreal. Uh, I woke up this morning thinking, oh my God, I'm going to record a podcast with these wonderful gals tonight. Who the heck am I? How did I get here? Uh, <laughs> and this is uh, 25 months after I started playing competitive. You know, uh, who am I? I'm Rachel Lilge, I guess, you know. So um, it's it's really been an interesting journey, not just with pinball, but also with me. Uh, should we talk about the winners? Yeah, I definitely oh, want to talk yeah. about the winners. I do I do want to before we get into the winners, sure. give a shout out to the ladies that played in the event. Yes, um first of all, our girl. Um like my girl, one of my sisters from another Mr. Carrie Wing. She's been on two episodes. She was on episode 14 and she was on episode 57. Um one of the best players in the world and she's just an awfully nice person. But she's like Very legit nice. like for real like and she took fifth overall in the whole series, which I was like, "Yes!" Yes. Yay. Good job, Carrie. Yeah. I mean, Carrie did amazing, but like there were a bunch of other women there from across the U.S. Like, so we had Cassidy, who's there local to Wisconsin. Yes. Um, So I think she did 21st, which was awesome. Amazing. Um, Jane uh, Varis, who is on the uh, Hot Nudge stream, Chicagoland player, she took 30th. Sunshine Bond, who's been on the show twice, uh, episodes 29 and 38, um, former uh, ladies champ for, um, you know, she's just awesome. Like, I, she's like one of the most interesting players to talk she's to. Very sweet. She's yeah. Super nice. Yeah, she's so super sweet. Nice. Yeah. Uh, Anna Neal, our girl Anna Neal, Miss, yeah. Miss, like, who's going to get a farfalla here pretty soon. She's super awesome. You know, yes. just, you know, Sir. Stern winner. I mean, she's just awesome. And also on the Hot Nudge Pinball Podcast, she was on episode 54 with uh, Rebecca Hinsdale. And then uh, Yasmin uh, Jong, who is from the Seattle area, top, top, top level player. She's been on the show. She was on the Babes in Pinland episode. Um, that we did during COVID, uh, episode 47. But uh, she's amazing. And she, she sent me the, like, the loveliest postcard after we did the show. And I was like, oh, that's so nice. She's super, Jazz is super nice. Like, I just, she's so nice. But yeah, like, I, I mean, think... it's, they're awesome. All these ladies. So did you get to meet, meet Jazz? 
I did. I actually got to play around with her. I, I didn't stream every single tournament. I did take a break in the first strike knockout. I was able, I got relieved, um, in the booth, which was fantastic. And I'm like, I was getting it- itchy. You know, when the rig would go dead, I'd try to get up and play and try to repeat what I just tried to learn from these amazing players feeding me information. And either I go up and flub it most of the time, but at least I try, you know, going for the shot or backhanding or whatever the thing may be. Uh, so much fun. Last my train of thought. Yeah, no. So you got to play with Jazz a bit? Yes. And we ended up playing, I believe, Jurassic Park together. And she was so kind. And it was just really neat meeting her. I, I'm so glad that I was able to play that four strike knockout. I, I got knocked out in five rounds. So it wasn't anything great. But it was still amazing just to have that just a little taste of playing. And I did not come in last for the overall Super Series uh, for only entering one tournament and not doing so hot. So, But I didn't, I didn't uh, get any big whoppers there, but it doesn't matter. Expos! Expos next week! We'll see what all three excel I'm going to see you! I'll see yes, you! Yay. I'll see you! I'm going! Yeah. It's going to be great! Yeah. Yeah. I, I can't It's going to be so much fun! Yes! So, so, Rachel... I can bring you... I can bring... Wait... Did Rachel buy a bunch of yeah, the no, Rachel koozies? bought like all our koozies. Oh. It was awesome. Like I was yeah. like, because Rachel bought all the koozies. I was like, wait, I can bring you your koozie, your souvenir podcast recording poo koozie. Um, <laughs> but you already have like thirty, um, or unless you gave them all away. But I like, um, and actually, thanks again for the free shipping on that too, because I used those koozies that went into the swag bags that I do for my Ladies Flip Wisconsin tournament series. So everybody gets, you know, I usually do a top four receive a trophy and a cash prize and every woman goes home with a bag full of all sorts of goodies goodies so included last one included those koozies and pinballer's lip balm and Uh, yeah right yeah she's great and um i had another gal that i know locally that she sewed tiny little like um pouches for your quarters with pinball material so like they're cute little amped up so no i want to make it an event for my ladies flip stuff but anyways back to the super series next question oh my gosh oh my oh God. yeah i feel like we're just we get to just chat about super series yeah, yeah. no i mean chat so, about whatever no I, I think with the super series you know how did it feel to be back like because i looking at it and everything it, it was the first big tournament like what what do you think was the vibe overall like were people excited you know were people just like was there a lot of nerves going on you know i mean because when i looked at this list it was like a who's who of pinball besides my awesome ladies i mean i think it was the top 25 of the top 100 players were at this event which besides outside of pinberg maybe in disc i don't see that happen that often it was unbelievable. There was one one game that was on stream where it was three state champs and then District 82's own Neil Graff and the four of them were playing. They played, I think it was a um, two-bank match that they played. It was unreal to see that, to see that level of competition. I will tell you the vibe there was amazing. If I could bottle that amount of energy that people had and kindness towards one another – um, I, I really would. And I would just give it to everybody for free. People, I had several people say to me that it felt like a family reunion for them, um, that they missed because they missed Pinberg or they missed playing competitive and they haven't seen some friends in a couple of years that it was, that was an incredibly special time for them. That's amazing to hear. That's an amazing thing when you get, you get to hug your friends and and play a game of pinball with them. That's, that's just so terrific. 
No, I love that so much. I think that that was the vibe I got definitely from like yeah. watching the stream and, and seeing the events. And when I've talked to people who, who attended, you know, they were like, this was just so amazing. Um, they had nothing but great things to say, say about District 82. I like that there was like ladies represented, you know, I always mm -hmm. want more ladies, um, at the event. Um, is there any thoughts to, because it seemed like this kind of came out of nowhere. Like all of a sudden, like I saw this thing, like the, you know, District 82 Super Series. And I was like, oh, this is a new event. Is um, is Eric planning to do this next year? Like, are they going to try to to have like this be an annual event? And can we sign up now? Yeah, like, can we get in? <laughs> Seriously? Well, it's like, I really want to get to Dory Hill. But like, I have to like, but you got to like jump on Dory Hill too. And I've not, and I want to, but anyway, but like, so I really want to do Super Series. Like well, next year, I just, you know. Sign me up now. Well, if we, if you and I both can, I don't know. I think that if I had had the option to stream again or play, I might just stream again because, again, I learned so much information. I had such a ball doing that. And sometimes the whoppers don't matter. They don't have to matter when you're just having fun and enjoying pinball. Yay! So, so and and I think that's great. And I, and I and I'm glad that I found that about myself. And actually, through the pandemic, that's something that I learned too. Points don't matter. It's really, really, at the end of the day, for me, it's really about getting together with friends and having a good time. Yeah, I want to play well because I know how to play the game and screw that house ball. But at the same time, you know, you just, it's really about relaxation. Pinball can be relaxing, and it is for me. I love that. So, Rebecca, like, Rebecca and I, listeners, we're trying to figure out our pinball, like, road trip, like, situation. And I was, like, literally, like, Sunday morning, like, throwing stuff at her. I was like, we should go here, 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 or here. And well, you should come I know. And there's two next year for the Pinball Super Series because Eric did announce that he will do it again next year to answer nice. your question. Yeah, absolutely. So, and he plans, he really, I think he'll probably do some other bigger event in this coming spring. So maybe you'll road trip yourself up here. I hope you do. He picked me up on the way. I'm just an hour south of there. So it'd be great. We can road trip or whatever. Rent an Airbnb up there. Be great. That's what I did over the past weekend. Yeah, because this is, uh, it took place, District 82 is right outside of Green Bay, Wisconsin. Yes. Um, you know, it's the, the land of cheese curds, which I found yeah. out in the stream. Um, oh, yeah. Uh, and I can <laughs> cheese I have cheese curds in Wisconsin because I feel like that's like the fifth food group. So <laughs> yeah, it could be, I don't know, cheese curds, beer, bratwurst. I don't know. Those are all the things of Wisconsin. It was, it was funny because, uh, there were, uh, Johnny, uh, Modica, Modica. I don't want, I'm going to murder his last name. Sorry, my friend. Um, but he had never had a cheese curd before. So Andy Bagwell, who's from Illinois, not Wisconsin, ordered fried cheese curds from, that's like a little thing, a banter thing there. Um, he ordered some fried cheese curds from a, a local cafe and they came. They're pretty good, but I'm like, okay, this is a cheese curd, but you need to have a fresh cheese curd. So the next morning I went to a gro local grocery store and I brought in, I don't know, like eight bags of cheese curds and passed them around and it was fantastic. So if you are on stream, if you did watch on stream or you go back and watch it, you'll see. And learn a little bit about cheese curds here in Wisconsin. Um, but it cracked kind me of, up. Yeah, I, I saw of, the I saw the scene where you, and, uh, Andy bought the the fried cheese curds. Like I was there <laughs> for that particular part of it, and I was just like, I've only had cheese curds a handful of times in my life because it oh. it is not something. It's not a Texas thing. Uh, we got right. you on on queso and chips and salsa, but like yeah, cheese curds, not a thing. So there's funny. like cheese curds at um so there's cheese curds at Culver's which I've never yeah. had and, and I've never had custard it like I guess it's like a weird like custard place thing because that's where I've had them like I had yeah, them at Culver's is a Wisconsin uh, chain as well or we have a Culver's here. here okay so, so absolutely they have fried cheese curds so maybe they'll you'll have to set yourself to task and go try them I'll the have to try really them. great too yeah. 
Yeah. The other thing that we have is, well, so the only other time I've seen cheese curds is on poutine, which mm. is at, we have a oh. down uh, there at Haymaker, which has really, oh my gosh, it has the most amazing Gruyere cheese sauce like you will ever eat in your life. Like literally, I'm not going to lie, like we had been eating there and having Gruyere cheese sauce. And so when we were in Europe and Jordan was like, well, we could go to Gruyere, there's the, um, oh, what's his name? The guy who did uh, like all of the art for Alien. He's got a lot of issues, but, um, or he had a lot of issues. But uh, anyway, that guy, um, there's a whole museum there, but also we went to Gruyere where I got to have Gruyere cheese in Gruyere. And I'm like, this is the bougiest thing I've ever done in my life. <laughs> That's, amazing. But, um, That's amazing. I love but, that. But the Gruyere cheese like comes into it because like I love their Gruyere cheese sauce, but it's also the only place that I think that has actual poutine with cheese curds on it, like that I've ever seen. Number one, I don't think I found poutine anywhere in Austin. Uh, poutine is ever. nasty. I'm sorry. I'll throw that out there. It is nasty as heck. I lived in Canada for a little bit. They served that to me. I'm like, what is this? I'm like, what is this? I, it's not bad. I can't. It's not, bad. It's not terrible. But also, like, I also am not, like, a big fan of, like, cheese. Or what, where does cottage cheese land on the cheese curd situation? Because I really hate cottage cheese, but also oh. I've heard them referred to as cheese curds. And I don't think that's right. No, no it's not. No, There's two separate things. And, yeah, cottage cheese and cheese curds are worlds apart. Worlds apart. Okay, so the cool. Curd, then I totally the try more cheese curds. Cheese curds. Is a completely solid curd all on its own. It's like it's like a piece of string, you know, string cheeses, right? So it's like a piece of string cheese that's like, you know, chopped up into a, like a third. Maybe it's about the size of it. But it's kind of like that. It's like a, a solid cheese curds, yum. Yeah, I, no, cheese curds are yum. I'm, I'm going to... I. Uh, listeners, don't worry. I will include show notes, show notes, links to. Uh, if you don't know what poutine is, we'll conclude that. We'll include yeah. pictures of cheese curds and Gruyere. Yeah, <laughs> things I thought delicious. we would never talk about. On the <laughs> look, the Gruyere stuff could come in to the fact that you know there's also now an alien pinball machine and like something about art. Look, I don't know, you guys. I'm just, I'm just I saying. Love it so much. We can. I love cheese. Like I. Today love cheese that's why i'm like oh i'm all about this cheese curd thing because i love cheese like i, love uh, maybe I just want to go to you some you know like well, i remember after my friend moved to uh minnesota she drove to wisconsin and mailed me a box <laughs> of cheese from wisconsin and i ate that whole box of cheese oh, I and i wasn't 30 yet so i could still eat a whole box of cheese <laughs> but now i don't know if i can yeah so um, like part of me is like that sounds amazing and then part of me is like Oh, God, no. I can't. <laughs> Sounds like a part of me. If we do go to Wisconsin, we will definitely be getting separate rooms. Yeah. Um, like, <laughs> just for, for not not because of you, definitely because of me. Yeah. Um, definitely. Girl, girl I love me. you. Like, same, same. Like, I'm like, I can't yeah. do you like that. Like, no. We break up the podcast also probably. We'll open the window. Don't, don't like, we'll it. just, do yeah, if we eat a box of cheese. Not that I, I will, I will have all of the, cons- I will eat the whole box of cheese. I will take on all of the consequences of eating the box of cheese. We just, you just leave with the windows open. It's fine. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Maybe, maybe I'll bring some cheese curds to Expo. We'll see if I do or not. <gasps> oh, oh, that look would at be her. Amazing. She's so excited. She's so excited. I would. Oh, I would totally eat okay, it. We are. Okay. Oh, I'm so excited. We're, yeah. we are coming into Expo, I think. Uh, we should be getting there like late Tuesday night. Um, I think we'll be loading in pins on Wednesday. Okay. Um, around Wednesday. Yeah, but we'll yeah. we'll be there. We're driving, so Lauren, I'll let you know how the drive is. Yeah, before let me we know. decide to drive to I... Wisconsin. Um, yeah, like, before yeah, we decide no, to drive to Wisconsin for Super Series, so, we can. Uh, I'll let you know how the drive is. So, yeah. So kind of back back to the the beginning of this. Like we so on our list of possible events is we have. 
Pinfest. Uh, um, we have uh, Pintastic. We mm-hmm. have um, Indisc. We also mm-hmm. have um, Pin- uh, Pinball Expo. Um, mm-hmm. And then I think those were the and those were the and Dory Hill like we and we and Dory and, Hill Dory Hill and then uh, Tacoma so six there yes. were six like those were and you know we have jobs and lives and you know um, yes. I can't I can't travel to all the events right. and now if we're gonna add the Super Series at seven seven pinball events and that's not including like our two like home things of TPF and Houston so that's nine 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 events. So it's the nine Sounds wonders like gonna... of the pinball world. It's the nine wonders yeah. of the pinball world that you have to just mark them off, check them off your bucket list, girls. I mean, eventually you'll get there. It does take a little bit of time. I know I work too. I wish I could do more traveling. I'm just thankful and, you know, appreciative for the time I can be able to do that and being able to have take time off of work to do it, you know. Uh, I do really want to talk about the winners of the pinball yeah, Super so Series. Like, yeah, like, yes. Yeah, yes, please. Okay, so... Let's see if I wrote down all my notes correctly. Uh, the first tournament, Phil Birnbaum came from Canada and he won the eight round strikeout uh, on that big first night. Big old thing of poutine just for you, Phil. Just yeah, for you. and he was very nice. And I actually and I actually played uh, in the the four strike that I played the next day. Next day, I actually had an opportunity to chit chat with him. You know, here I am on stream watching these amazing players and I'm chit-chatting about them and with other players and what they're doing. And then I go out and I chit-chat to them. Like I know them, but they're like, who's this? <laughs> I've seen a ton of you in the last, like half in the last two days, you know, but it was fun. Um, he is a very, very nice gentleman. Uh, the second tournament was a 13 round classics match play. And that was John Del Zappo. The third tournament was won by Jared August, which was a target match play where you had to obtain 30 points. Uh, the fourth one was won by Kaylee George, and that was, I believe, a 13-round match play where it was modern, classic. Uh, He's a uh, terrific player. Back and forth. Amazing to watch. Absolutely amazing to watch. Um, the fifth tournament was won by Carl D'Angelo, uh, and that was a four-strike knockout. Mr. Indisc himself. I yeah, and... You know, and I don't know who anybody is. And Tom's like, hey, Rachel, you want to interview Carl about Indisc? I'm like, sure. I'm like, who's Carl? You know? And it was so funny because he sits down and I'm like, hi, I'm Rachel, you know? And uh, he was he was so kind. I'm like, just, you know, tell, tell me what it's about. But thanks, Carl, for being so cool and coming on stream and chit-chatting with me about that. Uh, maybe I'll get out there to play it. That sounds like a lot of fun. And congrats on that returning. That's so amazing. And then the sixth, the sixth tournament was a... Uh, a double up or is two games that you played in a seven round match play. And that was won by Mr. Raymond Davidson. Raymond won the overall pinball super series. Congratulations. Yeah, I, Congratulations. He played some great pinball. I saw that game that he played on jungle Lord. I was like, Dang. yeah, I was like, it was unbelievable. He's so good. Yeah, yeah. everybody I mean, played some great so pinball. Good. Like I wasn't like it was it was really like this kind of like master class like tournament thing. It, very, it felt very uh Pinberg esque, you know, it, in it, the sense Go ahead. Sorry. No, 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 no. It just felt like that I mean, I was just seeing a lot of really fantastic pinball. I think, you know, the people who were like, We're gonna go and do this, like, you know, again, we had some like a lot of top tier players in one place. Uh, shout out to our our buddy, uh Colin McAlpine. You know, yeah. Austin, Texas. Um, fr- friend we had of the a show. Bunch of, we had a bunch of locals. We had a ton had, of locals. We had Trey King went up Trace. from the good. Yeah. Trey went up from the good old San Antonio. We had Rob Byers go yes. up. Um, Rob's so nice. And Rob is so nice. Rob, He's such a character. He's so fun. Host of Top Rope Pinball. Uh, Mr. Oh Macho gosh. himself. 
Um, he's so great. Uh, Steve Bowden, of course, you know, he currently mm-hmm. living in San Antonio was up there. A uh, friend of the show, Chris Doyle was up there. You know, we had, a, there were a lot of like Texas people at this event. So it was, it was nice to see us represented. So. Yeah, it, it was unbelievable. I just maybe, can I do a little shout out to some of the other, you know, behind yes. the Yes, okay. yes. So the Pinball Super Series, yes, you know, it's Eric's place and he ran around fixed games, but um, two of the other league guys, Steve and Patrick, I don't know if they'll ever listen to this, but if they do, I just want to shout out that he also gave Eric really good assist on trying to help him sort his games that day. I want to ch- shout out to our scorekeepers. We had two dedicated scorekeepers the entire series. Their husband and wife team, Beth and Tony Trafka, that play at District 82 as well. But scorekeeping for six tournaments and yeah, until midnight or two in the morning, it was intense. And getting it all right, good job, you know, really great job. Um, I also want to shout out to the other tournament directors. Colin McAlpine was also one, um, as well as Matt McCarty and Tom Graff also assisted Eric overall as a main TD. And that was great having, you know, four different TDs run around doing stuff. Um, it takes a village. There's other players that stayed late into the evening, sacrificing their own sleep for the tournament the next day to help Eric and help District 82 to go around, throw away the dead bottles, wipe down games and get things reset for the next morning. So um, there's a lot of a lot of people that made that series work, and um, it was just an unbelievable experience. I am so fortunate to be part of that. Thanks, Tom, Mr. Graff. Thank you so much for trusting me, um, not to like screw it up, <laughs> and um, and having faith in me. I just I'm just so grateful for that opportunity. You know, I sometimes I get on the grateful train, like I get overwhelmed with emotion. I feel a little bit of that today too, just talking about that and having that opportunity. It was just insane. It was insane. My membrane. Insane. Yeah, it, it was just a great weekend of pinball. And, and we're so excited you took time out of your day to come and chat with us about yeah. it. Um, what do you see on the horizon for, um, you know, besides the District 82 stuff, what do you see um, coming around for Ladies with Ladies Flip Wisconsin? Uh, what do you guys have going on in the next couple months? Yeah, great question. Thanks. I I just released, I'm going to do, I'm going to try a different type of tournament i'm going to do a friday night flipper frenzy at plymouth tap which is about 15 minutes from me and within the last year uh that place has has now he has now has seven games with a godzilla premium and a wonka on the way so i'm so stoked that i found a, a friend here locally that has all of that um and he's agreed to host that on a friday night so i'm gonna try to do about three of those there's two other locations in wisconsin that have reached out that are barcades that um are interested in having a some kind of thing so groovy let's do it my next my next big tournament those are like a, like a mini tournament kind of because they're friday night a little more casual really want to try to get more people to come in and only we're only going to play for three hours you know trying to get you know bring your girlfriend along you know see if she gets into it or not you might just decide this is the thing or maybe just have a beer and relax and chit chat whatever and make it kind of casual um and then i have february 12th of 2022 Dave, Nikki and Dave Oshevsky are going to host Ladies Flip 5 (laughs) in uh, Green Bay, Wisconsin. And I will probably release information for that maybe January. I'm going to push that off a little bit until we get a theme and so forth forth set for that. So again, that's a private location that that one will be in. Uh, I'm so appreciative to all my hosts in the past that they opened their homes to perfect strangers coming in, trusting them that these ladies are going to come in and be respectful of their games. They might beat them around a little bit because that's part <laughs> of the ball. But they get that, though, too. Um, uh, 
uh, Dave Brennan of American Pinball hosted my last one. He was That's amazing. Really nice. Yeah. TurboGrafx-7 also streamed it. Um, and they, they're not a regular uh, streaming kind of setup for a tournament series. They just did a set of four games. And they streamed the people that played that and everybody pretty much got a chance to be on stream. You know, that's part of it too, is just giving other women that play pinball, give them exposure. I also want to give one other shout out to uh, my girlfriend, uh, my gal pal, Tara Henjum that plays at district 82. She had a killer classics um, tournament on uh, uh, the, the first, uh, was it the t- classics tournament, the Friday night game. So or the Friday game, uh, whatever it is, she had a really great, let me start that over. I also want to give a shout out to my friend Tara Henjum, who also plays at District 82. She keeps me motivated to go keep doing the Ladies Flip Wisconsin stuff. She's a great player. She had a really, she only played two tournaments, uh, over the Super Series and she had a really great one. I'm just really proud of her. Um, I think again, it's so much about Ladies Flip Wisconsin is about getting more women into playing pinball, giving exposure to women in pinball here in Wisconsin. Uh, letting them know that they're important, that there's a community that's here and growing for them. My Ladies of Wisconsin Pinball Tournament Traveling Tournament Series. <laughs> I can never get the name right, and I run the <laughs> thing, you know. Um, it's um, it's brought me a lot of joy in doing that. And, again, just seeing new gals that start showing up, that's really what it's all about for me. I'm just so lucky that people say, sure, I'll help you out, Rach. This is, you know, you want to do this? Here's an opportunity. And I just kind of like, okay, cool. And then I do try to, like, I say my thank yous. I like to get find a really cool thank you gift for my hosts. You know, something that they can really That's dig. Nice. That they can go in their arcade. You know, you want to be... I want... I also remind our ladies when we play them, like, let's all really try to be respectful and take care of our empty water bottles or Coke cans or whatever so that we can get invited back. <laughs> I want... Don't you want to come back here and play? I do, you know? Um, so yeah, it's just really unbelievable the kindness that's happened in the community and those doors opening for me. This is unreal. I, I love that so much, but I think that Ladies with Wisconsin is an example of, you know, if you're in like a pinball desert, like there are mm. pin people out there. You got to go find them sometimes, yeah. but mm-hmm. that you don't, if it just because there isn't a barcade near you that you can still have pinball yep. that you can like still still do things like this because um San Antonio, Austin, Houston, we're very lucky we do have like San Antonio has one location but you know there are options for us to go and play on site somewhere. Dallas is actually um it's prime for there's a lot of private collectors and mm. the DFW um pinball league they actually that's primarily what they do they play in um, people's homes which i was like oh wow that's different like i've only done that i think once um and it was kind of like or for like a mini tournament but uh but i i i think that's amazing that people would open their homes to essentially strangers um please come and bang around on these very expensive things i own (laughs) (laughs) you know limited edition and you know one of a kind you're not gonna see this there's only 400 of them made or whatever you know yeah so I, I feel, but I feel that this is the answer though, you know, being able to, because pinball, like pinball people are the best people. We've talked about that before. Yeah. And, and Rebecca, I know you can totally agree with me that, you know, if you ask pinball people like, Hey, can we like go over and play 99.9% of the time they're going to say yes, because right. they're mm-hmm. like, you want to come play pinball with me? Awesome. Yes, right. absolutely. Let's yeah. be friends. Then Let's they don't have friends. to play by themselves. And I think exactly. it's so much more fun to play pinball with other people, hands down. I mean, I do have a couple of games games here and i do like to flip them on but it's always better when i have a friend or someone someone stops by just to play it's great yeah 
Yeah, no, totally agree. Totally agree. Well, Rachel, we have enjoyed having you on the show. I know we could probably like make this like a multi-hour episode because there's just all kinds of goodness that you've been sharing with us. Um, we appreciate all the work that you, Eric, and everybody put into the super series. I'm excited that it's going to be coming back. Um, listeners, we will put links in the show notes, um, not only to like the Twitch stream for Fox City's Pinball, but we'll also put in, in some in- info about District 82. So keep that on your radar for 2022. Very, very exciting. Um, so Rachel, as we move into the later part of our show, we have this uh, segment that we call Inside the Pinball Arcade. Yes. And it's a chance for listeners to find out about you and your pinball mind. Would you like to play? I would love to bring on the blue cards. hey rebecca do you want to do this one sure let's see rachel yes what game do you love whatever i'm currently playing that is really that is the deep (laughs) and the true answer i get people ask me that all the time and i think it's just because whatever game i'm playing is usually bringing me joy and i'm having a fun time playing it i think that's the best answer there do you have a particular one whenever you're in a tournament setting where if you end up on it, you're like, other than every single one where you're like, yes, this is the one that I wanted to be on. I really like mousing around. That game's a lot of oh, fun. Yes. That's fun. Yeah. That's so much fun. And Because you can play that game a couple of different styles there. I really like um, Cyclone. That's a cool game. Uh, Deadpool. Uh, if I got to go with a newer game, I there's that at Plymouth Tap where I also play, and I like really enjoy that. Just depends. Depends on the day, you know, what kind of mood I'm in. When I walk into District 82 for League, there's not a specific game that I go up and play. Uh, the only one maybe might be Wildfire. I like that. I like I like the old classic games, but I'm not a very good player at them. I'm a much better modern player, stern player, but I like. I like the classics because they sound so cool <laughs> and they slow down a little bit. Uh, but uh, yeah, I think that's, but I, I love all the games that I play. Yeah. Like, no, I just really like, I'm like, I don't think anybody's mentioned a mouse in around yet as like, as far as the game where you're like, yeah, this is the it's one. Fun. It's and fun. I love it. The I love it. It's awesome. Great, you know, those darn mice, you know, all these cool call ups that it has. It's fantastic. <laughs> Um, I mean, so I have a bad cats and I oh. love, which I feel like I need to have a mouse in around to go next to the bed. Yes, I don't, do. I don't actually, <laughs> but like, I don't actually, but I love, it's that same sort of like feeling that the, the call outs that you get mm-hmm. where they're just so ridiculous and hilarious and super fun. Yeah, a lot and of so, fun. Um, so on the note of, if you love everything, I'm curious to hear your answer of, is there a, is there a pinball machine that you hate? Um, yes. Or one that. Oh yes? yes! Oh wow! I didn't expect that. Um, you're I like, yes, everything. Would be like, I love everything. All, all I, what I'm do you hate? <laughs> Doctor Who. That game oh. and I just we cannot be friends. I I had the opportunity to rent that at the beginning of the pandemic along with Dolly, and I picked a game I love. I love Dolly so much. Dolly's the bestest. Just the greatest. Uh, but I am not a fan of Doctor Who, and I had that for. I think eight weeks in my home and I just could not connect with it and I still can't. So that's a game that I cringe when that game gets drawn. I also don't really like lethal weapon three very much either. Um, when that game gets drawn either, like gives me the cringe. So <laughs> is it, I'm just curious, is it because you don't necessarily have a connection to lethal weapon three or is it the game? Itself? Because I just don't like the, the layout of the game. Maybe. Um, 
I'm a big Doctor Who fan. Let me back up here. I'm a Whovian. Hands down, I'm a Whovian since I was like 10. But I just can't dig that game. That'd be cool if they re- they did that game again, did a new Doctor Who game. Yeah. That'd be cool. Uh-huh. So now I want to know, if you did do a new Doctor Who game, how would you – well, we'll talk about that later. Yeah. Um, I-, I do want to know who your favorite Doctor is. Yes, who is your favorite Doctor? Pro- probably Peter Capaldi. Um, I really liked I like David Tennant quite a bit, but Peter Capaldi brought like this darker edge to the Doctor, yes. and I liked seeing that. It was it was finally less about the Doctor falling in love and blah blah blah, and much more about the Doctor having adventures with his friends. And so I really dug that. Yeah, everybody's always on the David Tennant train, which I like David Tennant, and I yeah. thought he did a great job. But yeah. Peter Capaldi, yeah, yeah, I I thought I liked his version of the Doctor. So. Really I'm not a Whovian, but I have seen enough Doctor Who to like know what's going on. So. Sure, I dropped off. I think after Matt Smith, um, and so and then because I think I just ran out of finding it to watch. Like it was just like there was no more, and I was like, okay, um, well, I guess I should find more of it. But I really enjoyed Peter Capaldi, and there was a judge that I. Back when I worked in a different county, I would have to go in front of a judge all the time, and he looks spitting image of Peter Capaldi, oh, and it was really, really hard to testify in his courtroom because it's just like, I know who you really are. <laughs> I know. The TARDIS is disrupted. It's in chambers, right? The TARDIS is just I know who you are. Like, you're not, no. Like, Sonic screwdriver is really the gavel now, maybe? I don't know. Yes. No. Oh, my gosh. That would be hysterical. <laughs> I wouldn't put it past the county that I were, used to work in to, to hire the doctor as a judge oh, um, or to, for the judge to get elected. For the, I, I can't remember if he was elected or hired. I don't know. He might have yeah. been elected. Either way, it was really entertaining. That's and so I was, I was just thinking about that. I'll have to look him up and be yeah, when I find you at Expo, I'll show you a picture yeah, of him. I want to see that. Um, so, but on the note of, so you were talking about some really fun sounds for classic games. What is your favorite pinball sound? The spinner on Meteor when it's juiced up. Uh, I love a rip and a spinner when it's just, it's flying to go. And it's just, it's an amazing sound. Meteor itself, I, I like that game a lot, but that game also sings to you and talks to you. Uh, the more that you play it, like, it's like, you know, all these crazy <laughs> noises. I'm like, yeah, girl, that's right. You're going to sing with me. We're going to play. We're going to have fun. And I might be a little biased. It's a f- the first and only game that I've rolled. So I feel like maybe I'm a little biased <laughs> on that spinner too, but I really like that, that, that sound. I also like the, um, the mech suit jackpot call out on Deadpool because it, j- all it is is jackpot. <laughs> <laughs> a cool text jackpot it's, it's just so boring it's it's funny but uh i love it yeah. that's fantastic yeah. let's see so what is your favorite pinball art package now this can be playfield back glass um like cabinet art the thing as a whole like what yeah. is your favorite so that's a tough one too. art package that's a tough question because sometimes i'm standing there playing i notice like there's cool art on top of the sling or there's like art right below the ramp that i never noticed that before and i play the game 75 times so i don't always tune in into that but i think what catches me more is the color combination of games there's electronimo Lechanimo, I don't know if you've oh, ever yeah. played that. Mm-hmm. But it's like this yellow and teal and reddish orange. And I want to do my kitchen in that co- those colors. <laughs> I do. And then I also own a Gottlieb Card Tricks. And I think that's got a cool art package. It's two chicks sitting in a dorm room throwing cards into a hat. And it's just purples and pinks. And it's just a cool 
That's a cool package too. I like the older games too because maybe they're not themed like um a licensed themed. They're just like you know, like Mouse and Rounds about mice. And like I like things that um just really pop out. Maybe the old the old classic games, I think. Wildfire's got some cool art on it too. Wildfire is cool. Yeah. yeah. That's what I dig is more like the color combos than it is about um, you know, the art package. Although I did see the the Godzilla Pro and that was pretty tight, I'm not gonna lie. That's pretty tight. That Godzilla Pro. Yeah. Godzilla Pro, man. I yeah. I didn't go into it too much, but I loved I loved everything about Godzilla Pro. I I <gasps> listeners, I loved it. Um I've only played a handful of games on it. I get where they were going with the art package. Um, Zombie Yeti, I get you. I get what you were doing. It, y'all, it's like I was expecting Godzilla vibe, like late 90s, like 2000s, because that's the Godzilla that I resonate with. But this is really the throwback. Because so when I saw it, I'm like, this isn't Godzilla. Godzilla's scary and creepy and dark. Like, this is a throwback to 60s, you know, badly dubbed Godzilla. You know, and I love the fact that you could cho- choose English or Japanese. I was right? like, I can't do it in Japanese. Yeah, like we had the option. <laughs> I was just like, you can choose either. I'm like, I can't choose Japanese because I don't know what's going on yet. So, but I will eventually. Yeah. Um, but it was so much fun. Like, you know, it's to me, it was a little more flowy than I like. But overall, I really liked it. I want more time on it. Um, me too. But, uh, I think that overall, I, I, I really loved Godzilla listeners. I did. Um, so. I'm so glad. I'm so glad. I Well, I still haven't had a chance to play it. So I will probably be playing it first time at Expo. There um, you go. Yeah, but a really we'll be, fun shooter. Really, really I'm fun. I'm excited. Yeah. So, um, then let's see, Rachel is, what is, it's like, I'm probably getting everything out of order. No, do you're you good have, in order Rachel? So okay. Ahead. I'm like, I always, Rachel, do you have a Holy Grail pin? What do you not have that you desperately, desperately would want or would drive like three states over to go buy? I would fly to Italy and ship it back if I had to. Um, the Adams family. And the reason for that oh. is it's my Grail game is because it's the first game that I clearly recall playing. And I was wearing roller skates at the time. <laughs> but that, That's really hard to do. Yeah. And so but I, was, I don't know how I was, 12, 13, 14, whatever, after the game came out. And so because that game, I always, every time that I walk up to it, I think about being younger and just, I look forward to skate, uh, I think it was skate land, that we would go there once a month skating and I bring my quarters and I play. And uh, and then, you know, life goes on. I forgot about pinball for a while there. But yeah, I think it'd be the Adams Family. I love that. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. That's, I mean, I think that resonates with so many people, you know, that I connect with that as well. You know, I Mm. remember playing that when I was younger at, you know, the arcade. Um, It was one of several, but, you know, there are a lot out there. However, they're either roached out because they've been on location for so long. People want like a a zillion dollars for them. You know, it's like trying to find one that isn't crazy expensive, that isn't in terrible shape. I mean, it it doesn't seem like a grail, like because there are so many, but it kind of is because it's really hard to find those two things together. So that's a great choice. Yeah, I want a quality one. So when I win the lottery... Hit me up, people. <laughs> I'll take a really Rachel nice will pay your exorbitant prices. Yeah, your crazy Those, inside I'll pie take price. A, like, yeah, the other game might be Theater of Magic because it's that's, that's just a, a simple game. It's easy to play. It's really so much fun. I laugh every time I play it, just really enjoy myself. So that might be one too. 
Like, love theater of magic. Yeah. It's a great But one. also, in a debate of magic pins, I really also enjoy pinball magic Me a too. lot. But that's a... Me too. Oh. Yeah. Well, if you're not careful, I'll try to sell you ours when we're done fixing Uh-oh. it. By we're oh. done fixing it, I mean whenever Jordan <laughs> finishes make, fixing it. Um, And, no, really, I've definitely been like, hey, who wants to buy these pins? Um, <laughs> okay. And uh, I wish I were... I, w- I definitely have not been joking on that one. But, um... So, uh, Rachel, if there is somebody that you could play pinball with, um, now that could be living, dead, alive, fictional, cartoon, um, real life person, um, somebody that you know, uh, who would you play pinball with? My mother. She passed away in 2006. And I wish, I don't want to cry, but I really wish that uh, she, I know she sees me now. I know she's proud of me, but I think that it would be amazing to play a game with her. Back in my early 20s, she actually was a big thrifter. I'm a big thrifter, fan of thrift stores and so forth. She found a cue stick in a box and she, it was really cheap. It was like seven or eight bucks. And so we, after I turned 21, we went out a little bit and we played it. We named the cue stick Bertha, which I think is funny. And uh, so I think about that time together that we had such a fun time doing that. And uh, I just, I think out of all the people, you know, it'd be cool to play like, you know, with Scott Denisi and playing on a TNA with him or, you know, and playing with um, Keith Elman on Jurassic Park, you know, there's all those things too. But I think for me personally, um, playing with my mom would be the coolest thing ever. I think oh. that would be really awesome. Would be don't awesome. cry. Ladies, don't cry. Don't and cry. I'm like, oh, no. Oh, it's okay. <laughs> but, no, that's really good. But again. I'm so dehydrated. <laughs> I have like six tears left today. Oh, God. I'm so sorry. No, but I really. Oh, feel, no. You're totally fine. I know she's looking down on me. Both my parents have passed. And I got to play with my father. And his favorite game was um, the uh, Bally Star Trek, the old Star Trek, you know. And so every time I play that at District 82, I think of him. So I wish that I had a game that I could go play and I think about my mom, you know. But I just think about her all the time anyways. And I know she'd be super thrilled about my pinball influencer gig or whatever the heck I'm doing in life. So, yeah. You know, maybe she would be super into 8-Ball. Or eight, if, yeah. she, if, if she went with you eight to go get that deluxe, cue stick, 8-Ball, yeah. 8-Ball eight Deluxe, right, right. Rake Shot. Right. Oh. Um, I don't know about Golden Q. Um, mm. But... Mm, but oh. I feel like an I feel like eight ball Super would like cool. land right in that classic okay. area, and you know, thank you for you know, much for that, know. Rebecca, because I'm gonna think about that <laughs> when I play when I'm gonna think about her more about that now when I go play pool themed pinball games. That was really kind. <laughs> that was a nice op- no, that, oh. like, that was really thoughtful because that that actually is a nice way for me to make that connection. So thanks. Yeah, no. Well, so Rachel, I don't, I don't, we haven't talked about this. My dad was, my dad was diagnosed a couple years ago with Parkinson's. I'm sorry. And, um, so we make so many dark jokes about it, but yeah, I know that I it's that. something where I, I know his pinball skills. Uh, my dad played pinball a lot with me when, uh, not a lot, but he'd show me how to get free games where people would leave their free credits. And yeah. he'd be like, look, you can spend all your money on the <laughs> ticket redeem games and get your prizes, but then look, people leave free games on these things. Nice. And I'm like, wow, dad. <laughs> cool um and so uh thanks uh but no it's it's one of those things where and it's funny that you mentioned star trek because my dad to this day we we babysat a star trek ellie for a couple weeks and out of all the games that have been in this house he keeps asking me why did you get rid of that star trek ellie and i'm like because it wasn't ours because we babysat it and we're like look at this beautiful new stranger things with the uv kit and he's like but what about that star trek ellie and i'm like yeah Star Trek. Sun, like, something. cool. Yeah. Yeah, I think my dad's just a really big Steve Ritchie fan, so. Um, <laughs> that could be a I don't think he knows that, but, um, so, but I'm glad to know that your 
Star Trek, man. Yeah. Who knew? Uh, it's just crazy. Dad thing. So crazy. But I'm I'm sorry about your parents. It's and okay. um, all right. I mean, so like it still sucks. But like I mean, I'm glad. Oh, but I think I'm glad you got to connect with them in a cool, fun, gamified thing. Yeah. Like, that's really fun. Yeah, I think so, too. And I think there's also a blessing in that. If I can just take one second to talk about that. Of course. When you you talk, when you, when you, your parent, when one parent passes away, it's hard. And the second second one passes away, yes, it's also hard. But it's also about, you know, they gave me, they gave me so many, I had really great parents, and I'm so thankful for them. And I'm going to miss them. And I think the hardest thing about grief for me is like, you know, I just miss hanging out with them, their companionship, their hugs, their atta girls, and that kind of stuff. Um, but you know, there's, again, there's other community and people that step up in your life and say, Hey, I got you too. And there are people in the pinball community that, um, especially my father passed away earlier this year that were so incredibly kind to me. And, uh, so I'm so grateful for that. So it's about perspective. There's good and bad days, but you know, I'm going to keep choosing to be happy. I think is the right choice there too. Cause they'd want me to be, they'd want me to be, you know? They so. want you to be happy and Heck enjoy yeah. everything that you love yeah. and, and enjoy your life and live your life. Yeah, so. they're up in heaven playing cards together. Maybe they're playing pinball now. Maybe. Yeah, <laughs> I was going to say that they're, what is it? They're playing in a great big, they're playing in the great big pinball machine of the sky, yeah. which means Hercules. Um, <laughs> and uh, that well, is. Mean, but yeah, well, that's life. And yeah, you're right. That's life. It sucks. But it's about perspective and, you know, taking care of yourself and self-care and being good to yourself. So, yeah. Pinball helps with that too. Yeah, it does. It's nice to have another family, like you know, your pinball family. For sure, it's nice. (laughs) No, I'm gonna cry. Um, I'm just like we're super hot right now. I'm hugging you. (laughs) (laughs) So before I go cry, um, uh, so Rachel, what is your dream theme? Oh, um, other than it, it could also be a re-theme. Well, a Doctor Who retheme would be cool. A, I think I've thought about the Peanuts, like Charlie Brown and Lucy and Linus and Peppermint Patty. And wouldn't it be cool if there was like a, you've got Lucy with a football and she lifts the football and you're Charlie Brown as the ball and she moves it out of the way and you bounce out, you brick or something. I don't know. But uh, I think that'd be cool. The other one is because the movie is as old as I am. I think Grease would be a cool movie or a cool theme too. So I think those are my dream themes. I like that. Yeah. Peanuts and I like Reese. I think Reese would, because it's nostalgia enough, right. you know, because they do like those nostalgia themes, yeah. but it's a music pin. I yeah. will say that I'm not the biggest Grease fan, which always gets me a lot of flack from people. And people are like, okay. really, Lauren, you? And I was like, nah, give me some dirty dancing and I'm down with you. But yeah, mm. like I, yeah, like I, I, I was like, is there some kind of way we could do like the pinball lift? Like, you know. <laughs> puts baby in a corner you know yeah, but absolutely. i love reese because it's like it's so much fun it's very iconic yeah. you know in that you know 50s vibe um but i really like peanuts like yeah. i love peanuts like i love snoopy charlie brown the gring and, and i think yeah. somebody else has mentioned peanuts on the show before oh. but um but i love i love both of those answers they're so great so yeah um yeah rebecca do you have another question I can't remember what it is off the top of my head. Rachel, what is your favorite pinball event, tournament there we to go. play in and or attend? Oh, boy. So, well, the Pinball Super Series was probably the most amazing <laughs> one to attend and be a part of, hands down, okay? I mean, star. I was starstruck. I mean, I even told one or two players that, that I was incredibly starstruck just meeting them, and they were so kind to me the whole weekend, um, explaining things and all of that. 
Um, I'm really proud of my first Ladies Football Wisconsin tournament series that I had at Jim Radovich's house. I'm really proud of that. It was and a couple of gals came up from Chicago to play. It was just unbelievable being new into doing that and and all of that. But I'm going to say for me as like a competitive, so there's different levels to me, I guess, right? So there's announcer Rachel and um, and then we have to talk about competitive Rachel. Um, I think my May 2021 league was the best ever, the second night of that. Our league is two nights. It's a seven-round match play. And I ended up coming in second place. I actually tied for second against Eric Thorin, the owner of District 82. Nice. And it, it was crazy because I own only a handful of games, right? And I ended up playing Demolition Man, had a great game. I own that game, had a great game during league. And then Eric and I had a playoff on Lost World. Now, these are random draws by match play. And I owned a Lost World for a little bit of time there. And Eric and I went and played Lost World. And we played off for a trophy. And I beat him. And I couldn't believe that. So uh, that was, to me, hands down as a as a competitive player, uh, 2021 league, coming home with a second place trophy, having that hardware in my arcade, that uh, was pretty unreal. Pretty unreal. I had played there for 21 months or something like that at the time, and it was just being able to finally uh, come home with a trophy felt amazing. So, yeah, I think that's all of it. You know, I just enjoy it anytime that I get to go out and play and meet new people, too. So... I love it. I love it. I think that's a a great way to wrap up the show. Rachel, again, thank you so much for being here. I know you're, you're still recovering from the, the long weekend that was the super series. If people want to find out more about what you're up to, what you're into, what you're doing, uh, where can they find you at? Well, Ladies Flip Wisconsin does have a Facebook page. Please give me a like. Uh, I manage that as well. You're welcome to reach out to me and add me on Facebook, Rachel Lilge, L-I-L-G-E. That's I it. love it so much. And we'll put links awesome. in the show notes to everything. Rebecca, another good show. Love it so much. It's all so fun. much fun. I'm, I'm so excited to get to it. I'm Rachel, I'm so excited to get to meet you in person. Oh, we too. should if we can find a game on if we can find a game on uh, there's gotta be an eight ball there. I have such a soft oh, spot for eight ball, like okay, in my heart. I beat I beat Colin on eight ball oh, and G seed it up in I beat yeah, I'm like, I beat Colin and Mark. I beat Mark. On 8-Ball, Mark Meserve, I beat Mark, and Colin McAlpine on 8-Ball. It wow. was the best game of 8-Ball I've ever played in my life. I would want and pictures also, I think, and video, and I'm like, I want this like written down like somewhere in it stone. Was, Unbelievable. It was insane. And so whenever you mentioned the, the Q thing, I'm like, oh, 8-Ball. Like, yeah. somehow I really, really, and I think one went for sale, and I'm like, Jordan, there's yeah. an 8-Ball for sale. But there's one like up the street, so I probably don't need it. But like, I don't like an 8-Ball. Like, maybe an 8-Ball. Um, <laughs> but, um... But hopefully we get to we can yeah, see each other at hopefully. Expo and we can get a game on an eight ball. There's got to be an eight ball there. Yeah, there has to be. be. I also want to give um uh just plug my tribe multi ball podcast. I want to shout out to my co-host Tim the Tuna Melt Lee. He is a fantastic co-host. You can find us. We st- our our podcast gets released underneath the Poor Man's Pinball Network. Is what we like to call it. Um, <laughs> the PPPPPN, You know. Um, underneath their <laughs> <laughs> underneath their brand so uh yeah for look for try multi-ball that's a fun thing that i do too and i just want to say thank you ladies for the opportunity to come on your show this is um unbelievable i've never been interviewed by other people before and on a pot on a pinball thing and it's just it's a little overwhelming but i 
I hope, hopefully I said all the right things there and hit all the right notes, but I just really appreciate the two of you uh, reaching out and supporting the pinball stuff that I'm doing up here in Wisconsin. Thank you. No, we, we appreciate it. Really awesome. Can we do this every week? Yeah, I, this would be <laughs> so much fun to do every week. You've got such great energy, Rachel. We love all the things that you're doing up there in Wisconsin for for the the pinball ladies of Wisconsin. Also, just I'm excited to see you bloom and and come out on the scene and doing all the things. I I mean, Rebecca and I are really excited. You were on our list. Like literally, mm-hmm. we have a list of people we want to have on the show. You were on the list mm-hmm. pre Super Series oh, before wow. we knew that you were on the list. We're mm-hmm. like, oh, she's the now. We're like, you, we're moving Rachel up the list. Oh, so so thank you for oh. for for being here. Thank and you, um, you, you know, thank you, thank you. we come to the end of the show, listeners. We we are all about supporting women in pinball. Um, that's what we like to talk about. That's what we like to, you know, learn and grow. And, and I, I know that Rebecca feels the same way is that we want to tell those stories. I, I know we've had a couple of dudes on the show because the, the, the slogan is a uh, podcast for lady pinballers and their friends. But, um, you know, we had such an amazing opportunity to meet, you know, supporters of the podcast. You know, I got the fangirl over Scott Denise. Uh, uh, Jerry Sellenberg reached out to us, which I was like, mm-hmm. shut your face. I was like, oh my God. I was like, a CEO of a pinball company wants to talk to us. I was like, oh. yeah, right. Yeah. I was like, I, we felt very fancy. I just yeah. want. I we just, felt I, very fancy. If Jerry listens to this, Jerry, we felt very, very fancy. Okay, and, I uh, feel really, really fancy over here. Aww, like super, super fancy. Like ten times the, mo- the way that you felt. I feel like a billion times more than that. So fancy mm. to be here. Aww, so girl. nice. Yeah. So it. fancy. I, so, so I like. I like that. Say, I like that statement. I feel so fancy to be here. It's I like. Do. It's like I'm thankful. I'm grateful. Yeah. I feel fancy. Yeah. Like I feel. Like I'm gonna podcast oh. with my pinky out and wear a uh, and wear like a, a fancy gown, like an evening gown. Sure. We need to like you know uh, we got to start planning yeah. our red carpet game, you know, for you know we do possible award series next year. We'll, we'll talk Girl, about that on the look, show. I'm just saying, I'm just saying, I'm assuming you're in the women's tournament in Houston Expo, right? Yes. Yeah, I mean, I'm just saying, why don't we dress in evening gowns? I don't hate this idea. I don't hate I'm, it because I thought saying. we would definitely wear our sparkle jackets, but I don't. Oh, absolutely. I don't hate the evening gown idea. We will talk. Um, listeners, we are going to be taking a week break um, because uh, everybody's going to be at Pinball Expo while I'm like boohoo sad at home. But uh, we're going to come back after Halloween. We'll hear all about Pinball Expo. We'll have amazing yes. guests as we slide into the holiday season. Um, thank you for being here with us. And I want to give a quick shout out before we wrap up the show to our newest patron on Patreon. On. Um, Maria Hassan from Norway. She was on episode 35. Um, she came, she was like, Hey, um, you know, how are you doing? We were chit chatting, and she's like, I want to get a Backbox Pinball Podcast pin. I'm like, well, girl, the only way you do that is by being a supporter of our Patreon. So you can um, find that on our website, backboxpinballpodcast.com. If you go to the top, um, there's a Patreon link. You can support us there. You get yourself a one-of-a-kind Backbox Pinball Podcast enamel pin. It's super pretty. It's glittery. Um, and Ooh. then that's also where you can get like uh, links for our cool koozies. We got t-shirts. We got all the swag. Um And if you guys are up at Expo, like, shout out to people who are going to be at Expo. I will be bringing a gigantic bag of koozies that are with me. So if you see me running around at Expo, pull me aside. They're five bucks. Yeah, we and I'm going to send her up with some extra stickers. We got we're going to have all the stuff. So so much um, stuff. Yeah. And also, I, I totally forgot this. Uh, the Silver Ball swag, um, Jeff and William, um, their booth at Pinball Expo will be featuring Backbox Pinball Podcast T-shirts. 
they are our official t-shirt supplier. They're going to be at the booth. So if you want to pick up a, a shirt while you're there at Pinball Expo, you totally can. So um, That's lots amazing. of stuff going on. Yeah, it's it's going to be great. So uh, It's going to be so much fun. So much fun. Everybody have a great time at Pinball Expo. Again, Rachel, thank you so much for all that you do. And thank you for being on the show. Thank you. We really appreciate it. I appreciate both of you so much. Yay. Yay. All right, everybody. Take care of yourselves. Take care of each other. And keep flipping. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Backbox Pinball Podcast. We hope you enjoyed the show. To receive updates and the latest episodes, make sure to subscribe to our podcast on your podcatcher of choice. Also, we'd love for you to post a review on Apple Podcasts. To look at dream themes, show notes, and more, visit our website at www.backboxpinballpodcast.com. Again, that's backboxpinballpodcast.com. Thanks for listening and keep flipping.